0: Welcome to the Addiction Reset Podcast, where we share a method to overcome addiction and reset your life. Now, here are your
1: hosts, James Pendleton and Amy Kachke. Hi everybody,
0: anybody that wants to listen to us today. we We thought we'd do a little bit different today. We're going live in our Facebook group for our podcast episode coming up that will go on to podcast platforms over the next week or so, but you'll get it first here in our group. So um, hopefully enjoy what we have to talk about today. So welcome to the Addiction Reset Podcast. I'm your host, James Pendleton, with my co-host, Amy Kashke. And we got a fun topic for you today. We think it's a really necessary topic when it comes to, Um, working on your addictions and overcoming and becoming better. And that is to train your brain just like you would train your body. And um, it's somewhat self-explanatory, but I think it's a huge missing piece for a lot of people, right? We, We focus a lot of time on our physical training and our physical abilities, but we don't really focus on improving our ability to use our brain for our advantage. And, um, so yeah, we'll just start there. Amy, what, what's your thoughts on this topic and then we'll kind of dig into some nitty gritty stuff.
1: Um, well, my thoughts are right to the nitty gritty. I, I've got a couple cool. of different stories from, from this week that I'm excited to share because we wanted to, we want to offer you practical application. I've said, um, number of times in our live group but i don't know if i've said it on here but one of the most powerful pieces i've learned in my coaching certification is that we have to take information to integration and so i love this topic um i do think the title is kind of self-explanatory but i think we want to be able to show you some practical examples of how we what we mean and how we would show you how to integrate that um training of your brain because i think I have done such a shift in understanding how much ability we have to control our thoughts and to change and to be empowered. Um, Just because we think something does not mean it's true. And even if we think it and it could be true, we have the ability to think something else. Um, My coach, Brooke Snow, talks a lot about your future self. And that you can actually train your brain to think like that future self would think, even if you're not there yet. And, you know, we have people say, well, isn't that lying? You know, if you're like, I am thin, I am healthy, I am taking care of my body. If currently your habits are not in line with those statements, then isn't that lying to yourself? But no, it's not lying. It's training your brain to get to the place where it's seeking for evidence. Of a healthy person, and it's and it's wanting and it's putting that those thoughts ahead of the actions of what you want to accomplish for that future self, and you know you and I have learned this um, so well with our running and how mental long distance running is, but it, it applies to so many other things. And training your brain is where you're really becoming intentional and putting the thoughts and that thought work ahead of the actions of the training, the physical or the actual action.
0: Yeah. And I think it goes both ways. Like, you know, you just gave the example of like some, maybe some positive thoughts for the future, but you can also do it to change the negative thoughts that come into our brain too. Right? Like we can, if we're willing to put forth some effort ahead of time, Or even in the moment. Right. And that's actually where the reset method kind of fits in with this a lot, too, is that in the moment is the thought you're having either one benefiting you to or two, is it true or three, do you even want to continue having that thought. Right. Whereas A lot of people think, oh, the thought came in my mind. A lot of people say, oh, Satan puts these thoughts in my mind. I i really hate that by the way i don't think that that's true at all i think we're just human and we have thoughts and then we have a choice whether we actually are going to maintain that thought change that thought we can believe if it's true or not believe it's true um because you can witness this easily just looking at other people right something that i believe is true someone else doesn't believe it's true right and so Mm -hmm. they've made a different decision than i've made in the exact same scenario And so I think that's just a way to prove that you're right. Like we can think differently. We can choose that like that thought came in my head, but I'm gonna choose to not believe it being true. One of those thoughts from a pornography addiction standpoint is I'm a bad person because I look at pornography. That's a choice that you make thinking that thought, right? Now it may have come from years of hearing it from other people, but at the end of the day, it's your choice to choose whether you believe that to be true or not whether you actually think you're a bad person or whether you have just made mistakes right and you're not a bad person for that you're just making you know you just made a mistake and that's where that shame comes in we have a choice to feel shame or not feel shame and
1: yeah i to jump in there real quick because yeah, i feel like there's where we gotta look at that train right because um when you were talking about like in the moment if you haven't trained if you are not practicing thinking the way you want to think then i feel like in the moment it your brain is going to 100% resist even if you try in the moment and so the training part is that you really have to practice thinking the way you want to think and you have to do it over and over again and your brain is going to resist it the first few times the brain is going to be like no you really are a bad person and look, here's all this evidence to show you that I'm right and that that thought true. But if you are consistently practicing and looking for other evidence, and you're doing it at times that are not in that urge or not in that struggle, because there are absolutely times where the, just the false self or the natural man is gonna come out. And if we haven't practiced ahead of time, that's gonna be harder, right, to resist. But the training, sure. right, when you use that word train your brain, nothing that you train for happens once or even twice. Like it's a it's a process. And so you actually have to practice thinking the way you wanna think. You actually have to say to yourself, you're a good person. Look at how you're trying. Look at the effort you're making. And you have to do that over and over again. And so I think sometimes people are like, well, I do like I tell myself like I'm trying but you right. do it once and you don't consistently keep giving that message and so if you're really real with yourself what you're training your brain is the consistent negative and there's probably 10 of the you're a bad person to the one of like hey you're trying your brain's like now remember these other nine times <laughs> that you told yourself yeah. and so you have to start making that ratio go to your favor of training what you want to do instead i'll give you a a small example i started a new um, sales position and so i have to make these cold calls and i hate it it's the part of my job i really don't like (laughs) and every time after i was making a call i was noticing i would hang up and i would like i'd be like well that was awkward that was terrible like you sucked like every time I, i caught myself i was like you are training yourself to be like, you suck, this is awful, you hate these calls. And so I started after, I, I switched that and like I forced myself to laugh and to be like, that was awesome, good job, hey, that's okay, they're just busy, Like, and it pretty soon I didn't dread those calls as much, and I didn't think they were as terrible, and I started to be like, oh, you sounded okay on that one, that was all right, but I had to change the message that I was consistently over and over and over giving my brain.
0: Yeah. And I think it's important to remember that, you know, the word training, like you are learning at the same time, right? Like the, the reason that we use word train is because you're not going to be perfect at it the first time, but the, the reason that this fits within what we do and the reset method so well is we're basically the reset method helps you train your brain to do things differently. Right. And that's what kind of sets us apart a little bit than some of the other avenues that people use out there. But if we don't, Track what we're doing. We don't track the this training, right? If you weren't aware of what you were doing on, after your sales calls, it would just continue down that path. Same thing on my, on my running. If I'm not aware of how much I ran yesterday, then how am I going to determine what should I run today, right? What's the plan for? Right. Us? I talk to people that w- when it comes to urges with pornography all the time. You know, they beat themselves up because they succumb to an urge, right? At what mm-hmm. whatever time period it was. And I ask him, I'm like, well, how many urges did you withstand today? Like, how many urges did you actually win at? And like you're saying, what's the ratio? Because that one, really bad one, overtakes the ten that you actually didn't do when you when your brain told you right. So you're actually really good at staying away from pornography if you look at if you're tracking, you know, how many right. times I didn't look at it versus how many times I did look at it when because your brain if you're if you're just letting your thoughts just kind of cycle through which supposedly there's upwards of 10,000 thoughts that go through our mind a day right and and we can't control the thoughts that come into our mind all what we can control is what we do with those thoughts right what we believe about those thoughts and how we feel about those thoughts and um
1: and we can choose to plant specific thoughts like we can uh-huh. choose we can choose to plant specific ones but yeah I mean some are going to come in that we that we aren't choosing and we have to look at and think for sure I agree well mo- most
0: of in reality, most of them, we're not going to plant, right? If there's 10,000, we're not going to plant. 9,000 of them, you know, so that we're ahead. But what we do have to do is, what we I feel like we have to do is get really good at, like, accepting the thought in our brain and then making the decision to, what are you going to do with that thought, right? Um, a lot of, I know in the pornography world, you know, a lot of people, a lot of men go to, let's say, a swimming pool, right, or a water park. there's all these women in bikinis and it's like if somebody's in the height of pornography like they blame that situation like i can't go there because if i see someone in a bikini then i'm going to look at pornography later that day or whatever it is and in reality that's that's still a choice right you can go and i can go and still have those same images or same thoughts come into my mind and then i can choose like it has no meaning right it's no different than you going into a water park and seeing men without their shirts on. And they may be super hot and have six packs. And like, like you could still go down that same path, right? But you choose not. And in reality, you don't even have to choose because subconsciously it doesn't even matter to you anymore, right? Or it and never did maybe. But for a, for a guy, it's still that choice. Like you can either choose to go down. It. But going back really quick, the, it makes me think of the cookie jar that we talked about a couple episodes, 10 or 15 episodes ago that for me where training the brain comes in is and this works so well for the physical aspect of my body and i'm continually trying to figure out how to make it work for the mental aspect of uh, myself as well but like there's there's opportunities that we can tell ourselves that we've done something right that has progressed us forward right for me with running if i've ran past the point where I thought I couldn't run any further well the next time I think I can't run any further I've already proven to myself that I actually can now I get to make the choice whether I want to or not but I've already proven to myself that I can and I think when we are talking about training our brain the same thing goes right we can give ourselves examples and this comes back to tracking like knowing what the thoughts you're having and what um, conversation you're having with yourself so that In the future, you're like, you know what? I don't feel like doing something right now. My emotions are in a place that I want to look at pornography. But I was also in this situation last week, and I was able to not look at pornography. So what did I do? Like I can take that cookie out of the cookie jar and be like, I've done it, so I can do it again. And that, to me, where training is so powerful Like for my running. When I look back at my calendars of how many miles I've ran, then it gives me the confidence that i know that i can run further the next time
1: yeah yeah i like that um and i think it's, it's applicable and we talk about it in two different ways because it's applicable in two different ways it's yeah. applicable in the moment um, and so you know you were just talking about in the moment of an urge and looking back you know to past experience in the moment of an urge and it's applicable in just to the overall kind of bigger picture of the way we look and feel about ourselves, you know? So um, like I said, I wanted to give some practical examples. So I'm gonna give one in regards to pornography and then um, a couple in regards to not because I, I just see so many applicable ways that the reset method helps all of our life and let's train yeah. our brain. Um, there was about a, a six month to a year, I, I can't remember exactly, stretch of time where um, I watched my son just hate himself. And and it's not like he like said that to people. Right. Yeah. But you could just tell, like you could just tell the whole aura about him and his emotions. And just, he was in such a battle and such a struggle with pornography and he hated it. He hated that he was shaming on himself. He was hating on himself. I know that the dialogue in his head was negative because of the way he was responding to the world outside around him. And then a year later, as we really worked through so many things, I watched that completely change. And I would venture to guess, I can't say statistically that I'm right on this, but I am fairly certain that the the difficulty with pornography was about the same from the one year to the next year. Like he still was having struggles. There were still times he slipped up, there were still, but his whole approach and his whole mindset was totally different. It was an approach of like, shoot, I slipped up, I'm repenting, I'm constantly progressing, he wasn't shaming on him, he felt supported, he felt loved, and that's I guess what we're talking about where this train your brain can kind apply of in the exact moment of an urge and just in the overall way you see yourself and the overall way you see this problem and your growth in this issue, you know, and the way you're gaining. And when you train your brain to think more positively and to see the growth and the abundance versus the scarcity and the fear and the worry, you know? It's just, it's life changing in the exact moment you need it and in the overall bigger picture. So two non-pornography examples, one in the moment and one bigger picture. I have a 15-year-old daughter who's about to try out for the basketball team and she said the other day, she goes, Dad just wants me to go shoot hoops and practice and, you know, work on the physical, right? But she's like, but every single time I get out there, I just get in my own head. And like, I am nervous and I'm making mistakes. And so her and I, we actually talked about her applying this train, her brain, and that she still has to put in the reps and do the physical training, but could she start training her brain because she you know, the talk in her head is you You miss every shot you take and this and this and so then she's like, she's psyching herself out in her thoughts before she even gets on the court to play. And so for the last week, she's been working on that. She's been working on that dialogue in her head. She's been working on that confidence and like doing that ahead of work. And then this week in the gym, it's, it's starting to show. She's starting to see that like, she's not getting as nervous, the stress and the anxiety isn't getting to her as much. Cause we all know a lot of times when we give into our addictions, it's a result of us finally just tired of right. the stress, and the anxiety, and the exhaustion. And so that's one of those, like, overall bigger pictures that you can apply that, like, work ahead of time to train your brain to get yourself in a better headspace so that when the anxiety, when the stressful situations come, you are more in a place where your thoughts align with how you want to respond, you know, in those stressful or anxious times in your life. And then the other one is my husband and I, we went running together and he's way faster than I am. So I was behind, but we start up this hill and he says, we're not going to stop till the top of the hill. It's a pretty big hill. And then there's a Hill and then we have to turn and go up another road to to branch off to our house But I thought he meant the top of the first hill and like oh my land halfway up that hill As we all know if you're a runner or you do something physically hard My brain is like you cannot do this. You can't breathe. You should stop and walk you never run up this hill You're only doing this because he challenged you which is dumb anyway and um And I was like nope no matter what, I don't care how freaking slow you are, you will run up this hill. Like, And I just would not. Every time my brain would be like, you need to stop. I was like, I am running up this hill. I am running up this hill. Like, I am not stopping. I get to the top of the hill and he had turned and he kept running. So I was like, dang, okay. I told him that I would run up this hill. So I kept running up, but I actually thought about train your brain in that moment. And I thought about how I was not allowing the, the, just yelling that my brain was trying to tell me that I couldn't do it and then I needed to stop to win. I was choosing the thought that was like you can do this no matter what you're not going to stop and it wasn't physical as much as it was mental it was as much as my mind said you should stop you should give up and it was a small little thing but every time you have that win over your thoughts over that natural self or you know that false self versus that true self and you push through you put that cookie in the cookie jar just like you talked about and then you have that next experience to say hey I can do it. I ran up that last hill. I can run up this hill. I overcame this urge. I can overcome the next urge.
0: Absolutely. I was just looking up. Um, so I gave credit to, um, who it was. Um, but I goes, um, we'll leave baby with this cause I want to go back to your daughter's example, cause I think it's super powerful. And so there's a book called cyber cybernetics and Let's, uh, let's see, I'm trying to give credit to whoever, I can't remember his name, yeah, Maxwell Maltz. It was written in the 60s, but it's an amazing book and if, if you're into reading, you should, you should go read or listen to Psycho-Cybernetics. But the, he basically gives a tip in there and this is a tip I'll leave you with, it's called The Mental Movie Theater. And where people go wrong a lot of times is like in meditation and stuff where they're trying to, you know, think like your daughter was about the basketball ahead of time is they don't um, they don't put themselves in the picture well enough. Right. They they think like, oh, I want to do this. But instead, he says to basically pretend you're sitting in a movie theater and watching yourself on the screen. And I've done this and it actually makes a difference and it can be used for anything. But if you think about it for her, for instance, you know, if she's sitting there watching herself not make mistakes, not getting stressed, and not getting anxious for her upcoming basketball games, and she's watching herself actually do these actions the way that she wants to. Because again, you have control at this moment. You can tell yourself in that movie whatever you want it to do, right? And Mm -hmm. so again, when you go back and and now you're forward in in this moment, your subconscious mind these 10,000 thoughts well now it's remembering some of those thoughts it already had if you've never done this if you've never actually gone through this in your mind ahead of time for whatever you're doing you're not you know it's, you're just leaving it up to the wind wherein if you use this mental movie theater and he he says it can be done as little as 5 to 10 minutes a day you know you start with 2 minutes it, just do it at any point in the day close your eyes and look at yourself as if you were watching yourself on a movie theater and choose what you want to accomplish, whether that's with your addiction, whether that's with work, whether that's with your family. If you want to. I've done this for myself. I struggle with patience with my kids, especially at bedtime. So I'll sit there and picture ahead of time, this is how bedtime is going to go tonight. I'm not going to react. I'm not going to get all frustrated because they're not listening to me. And it's amazing. It works. And so maybe I, you may have some closing thoughts and that's great, but maybe we'll end it with, with that little tip. Try a mental movie theater to train your brain to actually do things that you want it to do versus just leaving it up to chance because once it's up to chance, our brains are wired to do the least common denominator, do the easiest thing and do the thing that gives us the the great feeling right then, whether it's food, whether it's pornography, whatever it is, if we're leaving it up to that and we're just letting our brain choose for us, the results are usually not gonna be in our favor.
1: Well an imagery works because our brain doesn't know the difference between real and imagined and so the the mental movie theater works because like you say you're already going to have put your thoughts in action for that instance so then when that instance actually comes your brain's like oh yeah I know how to feel about this we already did this because it doesn't
0: feel
1: or imagine." so so powerful but I like what you said. Train your brain. You got to put in the time. You got to do it. Like you said, he said, five minutes a day, two minutes a day. You can't just assume in the moment, I'll just think how I want to think. You actually have to practice. Um, well, to always,
0: Everything we talk about always goes back to the compound effect that we bring up quite a bit too, right? So if you do the mental movie theater one day or for five days or even for a couple months, you may not see results. But if you do it for a couple minutes every day for years you will see results it is guaranteed because your brain will like you said that's just what it's used to now it's noticing like it's you've trained it in a way that you're going to see benefits and, and a lot of times going back to the difference between physical and mental we do train i put a ton of time training in for my 100 mile race a couple weeks ago right but I don't put in that much time for my mental training. If I put the amount of time that I put in for my run to train my brain to make better decisions, over a course of six month, a year long period, we're gonna see results. And right. we'll leave that with you that, you, you know, give your brain some time to to train to do the things that you want it to. And you may find that all of a sudden the decisions you're making are easier because your brain is already used to that decision. It it's It's an easy decision for them at that point versus, you know that battle that you might have if you're not trained up for it so all right we'll end it there thank you for joining us today and hope to see you on our next episode
1: thank you so much for joining us on the addiction reset podcast we are on a mission to change the conversation surrounding pornography our reset method will help those looking to overcome their addiction and transform their life You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or at our website, theaddictionreset.com. Also, if you are interested in one-on-one coaching, email us at james at theaddictionreset.com or look for the coaching tab on our website. If you like what you heard today, subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. Leave us a five-star rating and let us know what you thought in the reviews. This will help our podcast reach more people. Remember, with the Reset Method, recovery is in your future.